No long intros. You you get to three hundred and you don't give the long intro. No. Are, are, are we like those like eighties and nineties cartoons that used to have like those really 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 long intros and then it was like, let's just do the first image and Batman. <laughs> <laughs> As they should. <laughs> what, what, do you, what do you need a long like you have what nineteen minutes of content to make? And you're gonna spend forty five seconds of that just playing a song that I can listen to anywhere else. I'm fine. Let's just jump to the show. Oh, you're you're the th- oh, that's like like people who love the X Men animated uh, series, which was not oh, even whoa, any whoa, music. Whoa, 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 whoa! I'm not that saying, one got cut at X- one point. Whoa! I'm not saying don't play the X Men the whole way through. That one you oh. have. <laughs> they cut. They used to cut that one sometimes. Uh, I mean, yeah, watching. but that's just say that's sacrilege. Yeah, like that's you, that's that's not right. <laughs> you have to play that one the whole way through. God well, intended it to be played, and that's just how things go. I um, used to, uh, I used to have it as my main ringtone for like some of my key friends, and they'd be like, "Why do you always take forever to get your phone?" I'm like, "No, no, no, bro. You let, that, <laughs> you let it play as long before like I'm listening to it. I'm like, if I don't answer now, I'll hang up. So I'm gonna answer now, but like I would listen through." <laughs> you're you're that guy. You're the I'm guy who guy. used to let his friends wait. <laughs> just like, yo, I'm trying to reach this dude. He's not answering. He's just sitting there. You're crazy. Especially for like the first like month that I had it because I was such a super because I was like, so I, fun fact, I had like the shittiest phone. Like I had like slide up phones or flip up phones, like until like the 4G of like the the iPhone 4S or whatever. Okay. So, like I had like a very significant period of time of like nothing good about my phone, and then like within getting that, the first person told me he's like, "Oh, you can make custom ringtones." Like you can make custom ringtones. Like you can download <laughs> custom ringtones. Like you can download custom. Like right away, I'm like X Men. I heard of like delicious. No, I didn't even no, do anything no, else care. with my phone. I just I just listened to that. <laughs> it was everything for like a week. <laughs> Uh, as well, I feel like we should start the show off by addressing the elephant in the room. Uh, the world's on fire, at least the United States. So to all our American friends out there who are dealing with the stresses and anger that come with a lot of what's happening uh, here in Canada, we are we support you. Uh, we want to be there for you. Uh, as you can imagine, it's unfortunate to say thoughts and prayers because there's not really anything else we can do as Canadians. I mean, we could donate and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, as Canadians, I don't think I can do anything else to help move forward the laws as they pertain to the United States. I don't have that power. Um, but, you know, your fellow citizens do. So hopefully, if you can get your fellow citizens to to, to stand up and and work with you to try and make things better... Maybe that can be how things get better. I think, uh, you know, I was talking to my buddy the other day and I said to him, I was just like, I'm a little confused as to why more people weren't talking about what was coming down the pipeline because it was, you know, that the, that original release of the plan to overturn Roe v. Wade came out some weeks ago. And I was kind of like, oh, I, I expected the streets to be running with people angry upset and speaking up about this constantly every day and i as soon as that came out i kind of didn't hear as much and i was very confused and i you know i imagine it was more just the fact that the media didn't cover it and the media was trying to keep it because you know 
it's, not it's, not it's, deep state stuff, but some of the media companies are in cahoots with the things that are being done. So, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. You were about to say no, it. no. I was gonna. I, I was just agreeing with you. I was just. I was just saying that. And the only thing that sucks is because you said thought and prayers, but some people are using the concept of prayers slash religion as like a defense as to why with some of this stuff. And I'm like, right. And and I don't agree. I don't. I I understand what you guys are trying to do, and I understand, but like. At the end of the day, like for example, mm. there's two there's a, there was one easy example that I always knew of, but there was one that was introduced to me uh, by my partner that I was like, oh, I never even thought of that, and that's fucked up. Is one, I mean, obviously there's there's victims of of, of rape that just yeah. don't deserve to have it, and there's obviously the concept of like you know sometimes, you know, I don't want to say. P- you should have an escape goat. But like, if you see two young kids who have, who do love each other, but it's like, yo, we're not ready or we don't like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like but accidents can I'll, happen. Here, Here's the thing, Dave. I'll one up this. None of that matters. It's no one's business. Why anyone wants to do yeah. it. You don't need any excuse. You don't need any details. Every person has the right to do what they want with their own bodies. Period. I don't need any explanation for anything. You don't want to have a kid. You do not have to have a kid. Point final. Last point. Like, that's the thing that I, that I don't understand. I, and I agree with you on all those counts. But the thing that is kind of fucked up about this. Yeah. And this is something that's definitely not being covered. Or us. I, at least I've not heard it. Because if I, I like when my girlfriend mentioned to him, like, I don't feel like this is being covered enough. But there is a certain yeah. amount of people. I don't want to say a number. I, I do know it's more. I believe it was like, I think it was 19 or more. Or I don't know. But like okay. in the last few days when it came into effect, there are certain procedures that happen because like, you know, in getting pregnant, you could get like pregnant and not know. And it doesn't necessarily go oh. to the female area that it's supposed to. And I'm, I'm only saying female area because it oh, might yeah. be the Falothian tube that I think it gets you're stuck talking, in. But you're, I, you're talking about ectopic. Are you talking about ectopic pregnancies? No, I'm talking about it's just there, there's sometimes pregnancies. And I, and I, I again, I don't want to. I'm not good with the terminology, say, like the, the 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 biology and all that stuff. But there's at one point in time when you do when it's being formed, it, you're it could be formed in like a little higher or a little lower, therefore causing a problem. Yeah, the and therefore pregnancy. causing internal bleeding. Ectopic it, pregnancies, Dave. Oh, I'm that's what that is. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to say that. <laughs> no, um, I know. I just I tried to say it three times, and you were like, sorry. "No, <laughs> sorry." It's because I didn't want to lose my train of thought. Um, it's just because people were dying because people had to. Doctors were like. It's the law, so you're internally bleeding, but I got to actually make sure that it's, you know, related to this, in which case that's the only time I could give you an abortion and people were dying waiting. Yes. Yes. So there was, yeah, there was a a story. I know. Oh no, I made it past. I made it past. I made it past five minutes. Seven minutes. There was a story (laughs) of a group of nurses and one one nurse posted specifically that a woman came in she came in at 1150 or something because of the way the law worked at midnight the it, the kill switch law switched over so in that state uh abortions of any kind were illegal there was no legislation to cover ectopic pregnancies or special medical uh medically needed preg- uh, abortions and you know they had to wait while this person was sitting there and like you said this person had internal bleeding and was dying uh and the do- the doctor was talking to lawyers and and trying to figure out if they could save this person's life and the thing i find insane is uh, but- as i understand the hippocratic oath 
your job as a doctor is to save a life. I don't understand how any judge would say, well, you weren't allowed to perform that abortion in that instance that was going to save that person because abortions are illegal, period. Yes, but that person was going to die and that yeah. pregnancy was not viable. That's the other thing about some of the like ectopic pregnancies. Like, my partner was explaining to me because my partner also works in, in the hospital system and, and specifically in neonatal care and stuff like that. It, the 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 pregnancies that are done outside of as you were saying outside of the area of the womb not and i again you and i are not medical so we don't know this so i i say this with my limited understanding but as i understand it most are not viable the the, the mm -hmm. child will not form in that space yeah so you're you're saying <laughs> legally you can't perform an abortion on a child that is not going to be born at all even at the risk of this person dying, that is obviously the stupidest thing you've ever, and and it, it makes absolutely no sense as a system yeah. to even have to ask a lawyer or a judge, can I perform this life-saving procedure on this person who does not have a viable pregnancy yeah. and will die from this? It's like making a law to protect murder by inst instigating a murder, essentially. Like it's, it's like I said before, it's just, it's a fucked up thing. And I didn't even like, you know, again, like, you know, you know, it's obvious we're guys. There's certain things we don't necessarily always think about throughout life. And there's some of these things that come up that get brought to your attention. Like this doesn't sound like a good idea in general. And like, that's first and foremost, one thing that always annoyed me, you'd see guys talk about it. Like, I don't feel like it's a male decision. If I'm just going to be honest, like if we're going to talk about it, I don't feel like it's a male decision to be made. But if even, we're even going to talk about talking about it, but but again, it's not even it's not even a, 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 a the female decision outside of the person who's making that decision. Exactly. Like, yeah, no, no I agree like, with you. But, yeah. like, I, but I'm saying, like, if we were, like, if we were to like sit back and be like, look, this is a problem. We actually have to talk about it. Yeah. Wouldn't people who are fully equipped and like both fully equipped on a physical and on a mental level or educational oh, level, so like dang. female doctors. Dave, Dave. Why Dave. do I, like, you know, just logical. I'm just trying what, to think of logic. What is this thing you're trying to do where you're trying to make sense that women who understand women's bodies should have a say on women? <laughs> no, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that, well, that is what there's you're saying. no, I'm saying that the, 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 a lot of the people who, who made this happen. Yes. Are like men and stuff. Yes. So I'm, I find I'm agreeing it with you. up. You're mm -hmm. saying that women should be allowed to make decisions for themselves, women's bodies. And even at that, that's only if they want to if oh, that's only if women as a group decide they want women exactly. to make these decisions exactly. otherwise it should be no one's business but that's exactly but that's what i'm saying like the, that's yeah. the hierarchy of how that should have worked is how that should have worked oh like, i know you, that you know? I, i'm agreeing with you it's just nuts yeah yeah, yeah. it's, just it's nuts. we we live in and i i say it regularly the dumbest timeline oh 100 percent you, and that that's the thing. I don't think anyone could tell me we don't live in the dumbest timeline. The, the more woke you get, the more it hurts. But it's that's not the, it's not like, a wokeness thing. Because no, but I'm saying like the more you become word. enlightened, the more you you're enlightened to also the fact that, that the world is just dumb. We're oh, not we're not aware we are. Oh well, yeah. yeah. Like we, the we more had... aware you become, i.e., the more woke, the more painful it is to like deal with the shit. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, I just think we're in a place now where 
like we just live in the dumbest timeline. One hundred percent. We we live in a world where decisions are being made that make absolutely no sense for anyone, and you know, and, and we're also asking everyone to have the brain power to deal with everything that's happening, and and with that brain power, we're just like, so hey, by the way, there's a war going on that we yeah. people haven't really spoken about in weeks. <laughs> that's. Well- uh, and and there's the states, and then we're still finding indigenous children buried in Canada, and we're still seeing, um, you know, uh, concentration camps in China, and we're like the list of things that are happening in the world that we should be like, hey man, we really need to pump the brakes and from, and- from changing language constitutions with not letting anyone know to like wars that are going on that no one's talking about that's causing the horrible economy that we're dealing with well i don't even know anymore in comparison because what oh, i don't want to i'm just saying like as small there it's the- as small as like the range right. the the level of like the thing we're going through feels so small in comparison yeah. to everything else that's happening because it's like oh well, mind you, it is some weird xenophobic shit too that is problematic because it's the seed of those ideas that lead to major issues in other ways. And that's, that's what I'm saying. That's yeah. yeah, that that yeah, you're right. That concerns me because like, to go around and be like, I don't believe in multi- multiculturalism. It's like this entire country is based on multiculturalism, specifically that's, Quebec. But, well, Quebec and Vancouver, we literally is where people come. Hey. <laughs> I agree with you, but I'm not seems, saying you know. It but seems the guy who runs the province doesn't understand what what the province is about. Like y- you look at the entire history of Quebec, and you're just like, yeah, yeah, I don't want to do that anymore. It's like, what are you talking? about? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do that I anymore. Wanna, I, don't, I don't want to do that. Anymore. That's that's the history of the country. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's hey, hey there's a reason you use the word history. It's not that anymore. Let's do something different. Okay, what do you want to do? I want us to be everyone's the same, homogenized. You're all Quebec. But Quebec Quebec itself is the idea of multiculturalism. That is what made Quebec what it is. Yeah, I don't want to do that anymore though. But that's what Quebec is. Yeah, you're- and that's what that's what we've been doing. That yeah. that is the one thing of history that's also been constant. That like yeah. it's uh Quebec has never been one culture. Never. That, like what you what you think of as well, and once again, we're talking about the premier of Quebec. What he thinks of when he says uh, intercultural and refers to the Quebec culture, he's talking about like francophones in Quebec, predominantly white. Uh, I I mean, I'm not going to exclude everyone, but from what from his perspective, I would understand is the predominantly white French Canadian culture. But that culture itself is made up of things from other cultures because when they first came to Canada, they immigrated from parts of the French Empire and came to Canada. And even that in it of itself was them coming from different parts of France, which was different cultures. Because guess what? If you're from Paris, Marseille, Lyon, you have a different sense of community and culture because it is like montreal and the west island the west island has already and for those of you who don't know the west island is the suburbs a western suburb in montreal montreal the city core uh the west island and laval are three different cultures oh 100 
You have three different senses of community within one area. In Toronto, Brampton, Mississauga, and the downtown core of Toronto are three different senses of community. Those are three, if you want to say cultures, but they're three different like mini micro cultures in the area that make up the, the overarching culture of the, yeah. of the place. Well, even, even like the South shore is yeah. oh, so like, it's, 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 it's ridiculously different. Like Dude. that small bridge, you go yeah. there and you're like, I don't want to say Hickville, but like, it's the equivalent of like, you know, it's a, it's a suburban, but it's farmish all area. Yeah. But it's it's more, it's like farm in, influenced, you know, it's, it's more, um, yeah. Cause like I could say like the West Islands like it's it's a suburb but it's a it's more of a city vibe suburb. Whereas, I wouldn't consider it because I grew up in the city. Well, no, but I mean in the sense that like you know, um, well, do they do farming in the in the South Shore? Well, they do farming, but there's there, there's farming. There's also like um, how can I just I, like they just have a lot more greenery than the West Island. Oh, you know what yeah. I mean? Well, like, and, like, and that's not because and, and that the crazy part about it is they have more greenery only because people haven't gotten their dirty hands on that land to try and yeah. develop it into something else. That's the sad part because the mm -hmm. second they can develop on that land, they're going to. Oh, hundred percent. It's yeah. going to turn, it's going to like make more condos, uh, more condos, more, uh, more New York type vibe. Where you'll have like all of our downtown today will be like the, 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 the South end of downtown. And that'll be like the North end of down, like the, God, I hope that never happens. Oh, 100%. But like, well, I'm talking like, but I'm talking about like thousands of years. Well, not thousands, but like uh, 100 like years. The way New York has like Midtown and yeah. and yeah. lower, yeah. That's what I was trying to say. No, I, I hope I hope that never happens in in Montreal. I pray that we'd never have a city that's divided like that into these weird I mean, Montreal already has its different quartiers, like its different neighborhoods mm. and stuff like that. But the way New York does it where they have Central Park kind of just blocking off an area and then like south of central park east of central park west of central park north of central park oh it's all like these different communities already and that to me it's like i don't know i don't know i don't feel i don't feel the vibe with that doing the city like that uh mm. shout out to lj shout out to darth guterres and uh you know to everyone that's tuned in right now we're talking politics a little bit at the top of the show because we're just we're obviously going to get into the good stuff we're going to talk about the boys today we're going to probably maybe talk about obi-wan finale a little bit mm -hmm. um i'm going to name drop some shows that i've been watching uh that don't start uh white guys uh, for once uh and we're, we're gonna we're just gonna talk about some cool some cool shit and, and then geek news and rumors at the end but um yeah, man. Uh, I mean, you you and Jaws sent the message earlier in the chat that R. Kelly got 30 years. Which he deserves hardcore. Yeah. Ghislaine only got 20 years, which some people are already comparing the two. I don't know if you can compare the two. I don't know the details of their cases. I'm just happy they both got convicted, to be right. honest. Like that, to me, already applause that that was done. Uh, and I look forward to more people who've done horrible things being mm. persecuted and prosecuted, I should say, uh, for their horrible acts. Because, and, and I know, that, you know, I once had a conversation with someone who was just like, I don't wish prison on anyone. Uh, and I understood the sentiment. I understood the idea of like, don't wish incarceration and what we know of the system on anyone because of how bad the system is. And I agree that it's unfortunate. But I also think that if you had enslaved people we until we fix the system we still have to put you in the box 
You know what I mean? Mm, like, yeah. Well, it, I, I would I put it in different. Put you in prison until I fix it because I don't have anywhere else to put people who kidnap or brainwash or sexually assault. Like I still got to put them somewhere. I, I would wish. I, I would wish the sentiment. If I if I were to take the sentiment, I wish. I I would say I would wish that upon no one in the sense that no one should go to prison because no one should do something criminal. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, that that yeah, I would yeah, it would be but, but that that's too optimistic. That, that's like that's like you know, where do we live? <laughs> where do we live? What what universe am I talking about? What you're talking about universe? that timeline that is uh in the matrix where everything is so perfect that the humans went crazy. Remember that's when right. the, the, archi- <laughs> the architect's trying to explain to Neo, like, hey man, we gave you guys this perfect like Eden and you guys still went crazy. So then we gave you the Brothers Grimm universe with monsters and ghosts, and the, the the monsters went a little too crazy and ate you guys up too fast. So then we made this and and we've done like multiple universes, and this is the, the universe that we're in now, and you guys are still f-ing around with it, and it's like yeah, humans don't like being kept in cages. Who knew? But I mean, we're in a cage right now. The, the way the yeah. system works. <laughs> I mean, we're just in a simulation. Okay. Yeah, guys. You know what? I, I I joke all the time with my friends that I I would love to find a but the button. Like in my mm-hmm. mind, there's a button somewhere in either on this planet or in this universe that we can just press and just end all existence. And I don't mean in a painful way of like everyone dies of a heart i mean just from one instance to the next like a thanos snap and even better than thanos though not this like fading away this moment of peter parker being like i don't feel so no none of that you snap and everything just ceases to exist no pain no nothing if we could find that button to end the simulation let's do it let's just (laughs) find the button because like i was saying before the simulation isn't going so well and some of us think we need to just reset or more likely just end the simulation there (laughs) just end it just end it that's so morbid just end it. Oh, if this is Charles God. Xavier's danger room, d- sir, it's gone wrong. Shut the program it's down. It's gone wrong. It's gone wrong. We've gone rogue. Shut the program. <laughs> We've Shut gone rogue. Shut it down. End it all. Let's just, because it is not fun. It's not fun. I don't like waking up every morning and having to avoid the news because guess what? more people are dying or more rights are being lost or more people are being tortured or more children are gone missing or like now this is this is crap i know this is a podcast that's supposed to be about geek stuff so i apologize to anyone who's (laughs) being like what the what's going on with these guys i I think we made progress with you today brian (laughs) i feel like a lot of things that came out no the title of the intro discussion on the show this week was shit hit the fan and i'm really sticking (laughs) to that shit did hit the fan we we are in guys (laughs) there's shit everywhere the proverbial fan is spraying it all over the fucking universe We need an out. <laughs> I'm not kidding. This is me shaking your head. What's going on? Oh God, but hey, I'm going to go play Spider-Man later to cool my brain off. So whatever. <laughs> Turtles for myself. Um. Oh, yeah, we got to try. Oh, uh, speaking of which, smoother transition. Thanks, Merc. Uh, just to remind everybody, we did a special episode with Megaran last week. We told you guys we were going to be talking to him, and we did get to speak with him. It was a great, it was a lot of fun. You guys can go check that out over on our Twitch. Once again, that is twitch.tv slash geektasticsypha. If you guys haven't checked it out already, we really appreciate that uh, when you guys support us. And that was a really, really, really fun conversation. So it's scrolling at the bottom for those of you who don't know. And if you are watching on Twitch right now, we appreciate y'all. When you finish watching this episode, you can head on over to that Megaran episode. 
Uh, and if you haven't watched the Mega Ran episode and you're watching on YouTube, it will be available on YouTube right after this episode as well. Uh, so you know, we'll we'll let you guys uh, we'll let you guys watch that right after this. Um, what else is uh, do I want to tell people? Oh, uh, Dave, do you want to tell people about Comic Con? What yes. table, what booth you guys have? I'll let you pull that up if you don't have it in front of you right now. You no, know I have it up for me. Actually, you know what? Because it's next week, I'll do it next week. Actually, well, no, let's but tell I, people this week too, though. Well, it's because I no, it's because I don't think I have the the actual. I will plug Comic Con, but I don't. I don't have the the booth number yet. Actually, I just. Oh, that. I'm pretty sure your boy Coxie po posted it. Did um, he? Yeah, but uh, yeah, so if you guys I, are I in I'm, Montreal I'm Comic Con is the 8th to the 10th this year in the beautiful city of Montreal. And hopefully you guys will get to go check it out. I mean, it's been a two-year process of waiting to get to go to Montreal Comic Con again. Uh, there's a lot of stuff coming down the pipeline. It's really exciting. Uh, unfortunately, uh, there have been a few cancellations for some of the guests already, which I thought was a little bit sad. But I think I know, you know, one of the things that happened with the pandemic is a lot of stuff got put on hold and, and people are picking back up. So the reason that some of those artists and, and actors aren't available is because they're on projects that we're, we as geeks are going to really enjoy. And I think that's the best part. Um, and to further extend that, in regards to the second family to here being squared idea, the booth oh, is two, two, three, three, one. And okay. at the same time, I, believe, I knew that was the number. And I also believe, I'm pretty sure it's at 5.45 or 6 o'clock. We'll also be hosting a panel. Uh, oh, you, yours truly will be doing hosting, and I'll be it'll be a horror panel with oh, some, awesome. uh, some independent artists, uh, some from squared idea, some outside of squared idea, just to talk. Uh, the horror genre. It's uh, uh all of the parts. On which yeah. day? Uh, it would be the Saturday. Sorry, it would be on the Saturday. I I think it's at five forty-five or six. I don't know the hall. That I will get. Make sure. Yeah. To okay. Get that, so that will for uh, next week. Perfect. Next week, because uh, that'll be important. But uh, I know uh, Chris uh, and uh, Mike Wilcox from Squared ID will be there. Uh, I believe uh, David Dataman of oh, he's a zombie comic that I'm forgetting the name of, but he's a he's a Montreal independent artist who's been around. For quite some time, yeah, uh, and I believe we have another person. I'm not too sure at, at the moment because I think the uh, the details are being sorted out with that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, I just yeah. want you to tell people 2331. That's the booth number. Go check it out. Mm -hmm. They're going to be at Comic Con 2331. Don't forget those numbers 2331. Think of it as like a secret code that you have locked in your mind. Um, and I, I I'm excited for that for you guys. And yeah, and mm -hmm. next week when you have all the other information, we'll add that uh, on the screen and we'll have all that available for people to check out. I'm excited, man. I haven't been to Comic-Con, uh, obviously, because of the pandemic for the last mm -hmm. few years. 2019 was the last one I got to go to. And I really, really was considering Fan Expo last year, but was like, ah, I just oh. don't think I should be traveling just yet. Uh, this year I got COVID. So everyone's telling me you have at least 60 days. Yeah, no, you're good. You should be okay. And that falls, the Comic-Con falls into that weekend. So fingers crossed. I'm, you know, I'm hoping that I'll be able to, to, tough it out I, I also plan on wearing my vader mask my my nice high tech like i was saying last time i got mm -hmm. all the all the filters replaced so i should be good and then well, well make sure to come by the booth man i know you've always made a stop by but like what's so fun about this one is this like like you said it's been so long yeah and like because i've been i mean i've always felt this way even before i went to comic-con uh oh sorry when i was just going to comic-con normally but then the last like two to three years of comic-con i was a i was at a booth right and there's yeah. just like a, a nerdy i don't know if it's a vibe or a smell but you get there in the morning you all get like 
happy. Like, that's, <laughs> like I, I get in the building, I'm like, yes, yes. Is nerd nerd things will be done today. Huh? I've never been at booth at a Comic-Con. Is it hard to be in one spot all day when you, there's so much you want to see? Like, I know you guys are three, so you take yeah. turns. Yeah, exactly. Like I, I, I've seen some people. Some people are like toughing it out because they're literally right. like, like we've been beside some people who it's just them the whole time. Right. Yeah. Uh, and we've had some like actually some cool neighbors throughout the years that we've like chilled and, and talked to and stuff. And yeah. for us, whenever we've been beside one, we, we'd be like, if you know, assuming that well, not not necessarily assuming they're cool, like you know, just being cursed, like yo, if you need to ever like you know, go get food or, no, just or even go use to the bathroom. bathroom. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We're like, look, we'll look over your shit. Like we're not. Yeah, we're you know, not monsters. We're not gonna just. We're not, yeah, exactly. There's, <laughs> yeah. there's like a bit of like a a community vibe in that regard that you could yeah. see people just turn around and do that. But like for me, I've I found it like because specifically at uh, where it's, it's done done at Palais de Congrès, the 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 floor is really firm. It's like that really hard con type of concrete. Yes, yes, yes. yes. So like. Uh, we've been meaning to buy like a little like gel mat for the people who oh. are behind, literally standing there the whole yeah, time. Yeah, one of my buddies has the the comfort, the standing comfort mats. Yeah. You guys should definitely order. Like, if you're planning, you should order one for like ASAP. Did you already order one? Uh, we didn't, but this year, luckily, we have enough people on the rotation that it's it's fine. Plus, like, we've made more like schedules, so like you can go the whole day. But there's like people who are like you're for four, we gave like four-hour blocks type thing of like who needs to be there. i would say still get it guys because i know like even standing for four hours is like those mats will relieve so much and then and we're turning into a health podcast. <laughs> but those like those comfort mats for your feet for anyone who has a who's ever had a booth or who or just stands in one spot for hours like even if you're at a bank like mm -hmm. I know they have the stools now, but back in the day, some of those tellers just stood there all day. You weren't sitting on anything. Mm -hmm. And they now make these gel mats that are made specifically for long time. They're like, I think they're called anti-exhaustion mats too. Like they're made from a special gel. They're super comfortable. My buddy uh, from Foil, Foil Dar, who's this guy from Toronto, who's an artist, he had one and I helped him out one year, you know, just kind of like, he used to challenge me. He'd be like, "There's this. this is the one thing this children's book that I wrote that I try and sell every year and I never sell it here. And I want you to try and sell it. So I tried to sell it. That was the challenge. If I could sell that book and, and I, I didn't sell it. Unfortunately, <laughs> it's a great children's book. It's the alphabet. It's really cute, but it's just it, it, like people at the convention aren't really there to buy kids books. No. Like, you know, they have a specific thing in mind. So mm -hmm. it just, it was just really difficult, but he still gave me the thing that he said he was going to give me if I sold it. Cause mm -hmm. he saw how hard I tried. Like I, <laughs> dude, I, I put on my salesman. Oh, I, I, I've seen it. I've yeah. seen it. <laughs> and I, but that mat allowed me to do it for longer because I didn't get exhausted from just standing there. That, that actually really helped. And I was only there for like an hour, let alone four hours. Like, I don't know how you guys do that. Well, for us, like, because obviously one thing that we also do, we, 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 well, at the beginning of the day, if there's rushes, obviously everyone stands type thing. Yeah. But usually when there's like the lulls or whatever. And again, yeah. it's because we have multiple people. Um, it's a, it's a really like one person standing. And then when that person's like, okay, I'm tired of standing then. Cause we, when we have our booths, historically speaking, we've always had two chairs. Yeah. So three of us, two chairs. So it's like, okay, cool. So one of you heckle and the rest of us sit. And then when you're done heckling, we'll heckle, you know, just to get you attention. Think Burns just getting attention. 
Yeah, basically, just like you know, like hey, hey, come over. What's up? Like, cause we were, we were also the, at least for the first two years specifically. Like, people came to us and said, like, we like your vibe because you you were like not just chilling, like you know, yeah. you're like talking to people. Hey, do you like you know? At yeah, one point in time, stuff. yeah, especially the first year, like you like zombies, you like zombies, like you're <laughs> very very like adamant. You had like a, a pitch and everything, um, but the one thing that's always been hard way more for me than the other guys is like walking by everything all the time because I'm there. I'm like, there's a lot of stuff I want. There's a yeah. lot of stuff here I want. And like the more time you're there, the more you're like trying to device. Well, if I buy this and I buy this and I buy this, I could get all that for X or I could just get the big thing. <laughs> and then that by the end of the weekend, the price tag naturally just becomes not the price tag you initially yeah. set on the Friday. Cause you've been there for like three days staring at other people buy shit. And then, like, it's always, like, at least for the first two, no, for both three years that I was doing it, I walked by and there was, like, that thing that I wanted. Yeah. Like, yeah, you yeah. know, like, that thing, like, like I wanted this. On, a, on an invisible list you have yeah. in your head that yeah. you're looking for. Yeah. Like, I got, like, first appearance of Gambit and first oh, appearance of Harley Quinn. Like, not first appearance of her, because technically her first appearance is uh, a Batman animated. Yeah, well, yeah. it's Batman animated TV show, but in comic books. It's a Batman animated uh, TVC or comic, but yeah. like the first comic that she's like in continuity, which is like that yeah. famous of like, parents in the earth that. Yeah. yeah and yeah. it's like that, that comic, it's like the, it's her and Joker. One of their favorite poses is like, he's just chilling there and she's like leaning back. It looks like they're yeah. dancing and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got that one year. I got like some Deadpool stuff one year of like, uh, I, and one time it sucked because I, I was there one time and <laughs> I wanted to get like a bunch of Robins, like all the generation of Robins, but like Damien being Robin, then like, you know, Nightwing, Red Hood. Yeah. 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 And, and Red Robin. Right. And they have a, those Kamaguchi or whatever style ones. I forget the, the pops uh, you mean? Oh uh, no. It's like a statue statue. It's, a, it's like, um, it's either Hirotashi or Kamaguchi. It's like okay. those statues that like their feet have metal in them. So the base is a big magnet. So when you put it on, it oh, kind of cool. just, you can move it wherever you want. And I actually put them all together. Oh, dope. The original, okay. So I could position them around. But I was walking around Comic-Con and it's like one of those things where it's like, I found one at half price. I found one at three, at 75% of the price. And I found one that you don't find. Oh, damn. Okay. And I, and I bought it. All of it. <laughs> I wasn't happy. It wasn't good. But like, you're but there for three it, days. Yeah. It's standing, it's staring you in the face because it's like two rows over. So you keep I, walking by to see if it's still there. Yeah. Like, so Fuck. I mean, this is kind of a preview because uh, before Comic Con, I'm I'm probably gonna do the mini like in prep for Comic Con that I used to do. And but one of the things I always tell people is from jump before you even get to Comic Con, make the list. Like e even if it's in your head, write it down on your phone of the things you specifically actually know that if you saw it you're like this is how much i'm willing to pay for it i'm willing to go up to like if anything write down your max yeah and then go to the convention and also make a budget plan out things like your food and stuff like that so you're not eat because the convention will get expensive if you're buying out so things like protein bars peanut butter and jelly sandwiches bring the like there's so many things that you can do that you're like okay you have to think of this as like funny enough you're kind of hunting you are hunting 100 no, 
and, and when you go hunting, you can't just go and start ma- getting McDonald's. You know, <laughs> like when you're hunting, you bring food with you, the li- the little things, and you keep them in a little container that the animals won't smell. So that and 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 this is the same because at the convention hall, we don't want those smelly sandwiches that some some of y'all might bring stinking up the whole place. So everyone bring a little container that locks away the food so we don't all smell it in the on the floor. And then it's like hunting. You really have to like look and and look for what you're looking for. And if you see someone like wearing a shirt you like, go ask them. Hey, oh. did you get that shirt here? Did you? Oh yeah, they're selling them over there. All right. And then you make a plan. Also, one of the other things, try and find the map. Sometimes the the map with all the different stations is available a couple days before, and try and find the map online. I I would add have a a safety budget for the random like. An X amount of money that you're like for random stuff that you will see that you cannot possibly think about. Because, for example, to get to your your T-shirt analogy before, I remember one time, I think it was one of the times, it may have been the first year that we were actually at Comic-Con or it was maybe the year before. Okay. Um, I walked in. It was was the first year we were at Comic-Con as a a booth. I walk in and I saw a a booth that had a, a specific Brock Samson shirt. Oh. It was like him posed on it. It's like super nice. It was like a really nice color blue. It was like one of those like it's like a navy blue, and then the lining instead of being black, it was just like a darker navy blue. It was like very very well done. Yeah, like oh whatever. Come back the next uh, like not even like half of the day later, and they're like oh yeah, all gone. Yeah, and I'm like yeah, get yeah. the fuck out of here. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the other thing. Sometimes there are things that you know you're gonna want, and you have to decide in that moment. Can I buy it now or do I wait? Mm. I, I I highly recommend, and I know it sucks because sometimes the thing you want by the Sunday ends up being half price because a lot of the people at the convention are doing their darndest not to leave with the same amount of stock they came in with. It costs a lot. It's heavy. If they're from out of province, it's it's they shipped stuff over in some mm-hmm. cases. Like I know the dudes, uh, there's the guys who do the Funko Pop, the big, big Funko Pop station. Yeah. They actually store some of their stuff in different major cities yep. because they know they're going to do the convention circuit on the East Coast, for example. Mm-hmm. So they'll just store the stuff there, even though they're located out West, and they'll leave them stored in a in a storage locker, and they're paying every month. And then they do the convention circuit. They come out East. They get their, 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 the stuff that they have. They bring a little extra, the, the special edition stuff that they don't have on the pallets, but they bring that stuff out, and they start selling again. So, you know, sometimes you have to be like, oh, man, I really want this. Go get it. No. J- jump jump at it. And, and, and it's going to suck financially, but Comic-Con is one of those times where you're like, Okay, d- did I pay all my bills at least? Yeah, Fine. exactly. <laughs> at least make sure you pay all the bills first. And then yeah. whatever you have after that, you're just like, okay, okay. I- I'm going to play a little bit with this. Yeah. What's messed up in regards to this year, this is the first year because every year I've gone with like, I would like to try and find this. Like, okay, you know, yeah, like that, yeah. that that diamond in the rough that you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And through hook or through crook over the last few years, because of like, I guess, eBay auctions and like, you know, uh, yeah, people selling stuff because they just need a little money. Yeah, and I also have a a partner that super gets my collection problems, and she's yeah. like, 
I won't support them, but at your birth, that like the, the events that need to, and then she goes all out. And I'm like, sick. Like, this is like <laughs> yeah, yeah. dope. Like she, her, she convinced her parents to get me all those NECA turtles. Oh, things. cool. And I was there. I'm like, yes, that's yes. So like I got all four of them. I'm like, I mean, there's also splitter and, and shredder out. I mean, like, <laughs> like, you know, like, if we're going to be like this, um, Hey, don't be greedy now. No, no, don't it wasn't. It wasn't but like, because of like these, like, I don't have like, I don't have anything that's like the thing, you know what I mean? Like yeah. the only things I have left, I'm like, yeah, this is like no matter a thousand dollars plus, because we're talking about like the first appearances, of like Wolverine or the actual Harley Quinn. We were talking like yeah, the yeah, real yeah. one, like, you know, so like comic book wise, that's out and a lot of collectibles I've been lucky enough to get. So there is one or two, but those would be like, like there's this specific um, uh, um, Green Lantern, Versus Sinestro um, bookends that when you oh, put them yeah, together, yeah. they're yeah. dope. I had that in my possession. I got that on eBay, and okay. then the guy decided to just not oh, wrap it properly. It. it was destroyed. Like I had oh, to get it shipped no. to my cousin. My cousin sent me a picture of the box. Like she sent me, it said, "You're not going to be happy." And oh. she sent me a picture of the box, and it was like, Imagine there's a box, and you know when you put something in a box and it's dented outwards because the thing that you're putting in is obviously bigger than the box. Yeah, that's what it looked like. And she's like, "You're gonna be so angry." And did so you get started, your money back? I did. Uh, he, yeah, he, it was forced. It was like I told the guy, "I'm like, I will get collectors. I'll get eBay involved." He's like, he immediately because I my cousin took pictures and like it was through actual regular tech. Like it wasn't WhatsApp, so it was like, and then like one picture would come up. I'd be like. Oh. <laughs> and then like another one would come up i'd be like pearl oh, oh my god and, like you're like every it's like watching like a dog get hit by a car that shot in the back of the head oh, I'm like, this is no, Jesus Christ. no but um, i'm saying like like arms like this there, the guys like it looked like they actually it had a really fight had damage, it was horrible it was just yeah. horrible. anyways but yeah if i found that cool but other than that i'm not i got i don't i got nothing I don't have anything this year. I mean, back in the day, there was obviously a lot of Transformers that were like, I really need this. Uh, I think the one thing I do have this here, this um, Goliath right here, mm -hmm. it was one that I, I looked for at conventions and toy cons for maybe four or five years before a buddy of mine got it for me from uh, in Boston. And then another buddy of mine went, went to Boston and they picked it up for me when they were there. So there, there's been like just though that was one. There's been a few comics that I really, really wanted that I made my list and I went to pick up. But this year, I think I'm more just excited. There's nothing specifically mm -hmm. that I'm like, especially since I've, I've also leaned towards Lego collecting. So yeah. I think anything, maybe mini figs might be one of the things that I'd be interested in getting. There'd be a lot. Do they even have? I never noticed. That. I always noticed mini figs. Do they? There's not a lot of Lego at Montreal. No. Probably. Yeah. Exactly. They do a lot, a lot of mini figs. They don't do a lot of Lego. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the times, the mini figs that the the you know the, obviously they're bootleg mini figs because it's mm -hmm. a lot of stuff that doesn't actually exist. But it's fun. Like you you know, fifteen bucks for five or something like that, mm -hmm. and you get limited edition mini figs that don't exist and. Yeah. I'll get Ronin from the Marvel that there, yeah. he doesn't have a minifig. There's no set for him, but I have his minifig now that I love because he like someone made a cool helmet and the cross, the cross sword samurai swords and stuff like that. And it's super cool as a figure. And I have him next to blade, which is the official blade that came with the daily bugle. Mm. 
so it's kind of fun because it's the same samurai sword. Oh, like, like the backpack. Sword. Yeah. Okay. So I'm like, okay, these two together. Like, I like the idea of like the imagery of some of the characters that they have together. But yeah, there's nothing specific that I really oh. want. Only because if I know you'll be walking around, and this would probably just catch your attention if you were just walking around. Actually, Dinobot from the new Transformers. Oh, yeah. If you yeah. see that by chance, that or if you remember, I sent you a Rodimus a while ago that was like a steel version. And this is another thing for you guys. If your friends ask you for stuff, what do you do? Ask for pictures. Mm -hmm. Send me the pictures. Because I won't sure. necessarily know exactly what you're talking about, but if I'm holding my phone and I can just pull up the picture, then I'll be able to find it. So if you're, if you're going to ask one of your friends to look for something for you when you, they're at the con, send them the picture. Send them the picture. Send them the full description if you can, the official mm -hmm. name. Uh, any of that stuff is helpful to people. I'm um, definitely sending that to you because I know you're just you're the type, you're going to be in the areas that we. I know you're just going to go towards those things. So. Oh yeah, I mean, I'm still going to look at the Transformers. I'm definitely, yeah, yeah. let's I, not fuck around. Like, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I'm I, I don't see myself wanting to buy any this year. Um, guys, I feel like uh, we should jump into it. I know people have been waiting for it. The boys, Hero Gasm, Episode Six. Are we are we excited? Did we love it? How did we feel? That uh, was intense. That's all. I don't. I don't know because I didn't read the actual comic book. I thought it was more on a. They were on a island or something, or yes. like a really more a bit more private. But yeah, they still... pretend that they're going into space and lie to the public, and then just go to an island to have an orgy. Yeah, but this like it was a good adaptation in the sense of like the theme of it. But that right. was a fucking wild episode bro i got like, funny enough man i found it tame tame yeah uh, i fought homelander oh no 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 i'm not talking about the whole episode i'm I'm talking about the hero gasm aspect of oh, it. okay okay don't get me wrong that homelander fight was better and i'm saying it right now than the civil war the 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 civil war fight between cap iron man and, and winter soldier oh dude it was homelander so Homelander, Soldier Boy, Huey, and Butcher. Hopped up on V. Hopped up on, yeah, the two humans hopped up on V. Soldier Boy still dealing with his nuclear center that he can just blast people. And Homelander being Homelander. That was easily one of the best fights in a superhero show I've ever seen. It's one of the, it's, it's a fight. It's, the I thought the episode was I don't want to say it was an epic episode although like between the no. fight and the the bomb at the end because you know it's going to have such a crazy ripple effect the yes. the posting that Starlight does uh, outing everything yeah I watched it early without my partner because I'm like no no I want to be able to talk about this because I was more worried that it'd be super good and people would talk about it it has a but now I'm like on IMDb. I am. It's the type of episode that I'm going to be happy that I'm like, oh no, I'm gonna to have to rewatch this with you. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, like, oh no, yeah, how no, woe is me? Oh, oh, you want to rewind the last few minutes just to stab? Yeah, sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He's yeah, gonna be yeah. like, Dave, we got to get past it. I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the fight was good enough that I definitely wanted to rewatch it. I, I. Man, that fight was good. That fight was yeah, so good. Was that so fight good. was so good. Every time you thought. Homelander had the advantage somebody would show up. So the first time when Soldier Boy is going toe-to-toe -to -toe with Homelander, you kind of get the sense of like, all right, this is great. Homelander kind of starts getting the advantage and it's like, no, you're not that good. And then Butcher comes back in and you're like, yes, this is dope. Mm -hmm. 
And then when Butcher and, and Soldier Boy are kind of getting their asses kicked a little bit by Homelander, because let's be real again, Homelander is the epitome of like Superman and like he's he's the archetype for that next level superhero. You're watching and you're just like, shit, man, this is going to be crazy. And then Huey shows up <laughs> and Huey starts like like bouncing around. He starts teleporting and messing with Homelander. And then next thing you know, they actually pin the dude down and you're like, and I dude, thought they were, I thought it was it. Yeah, I, I, I was thought on the it was edge it. of my seat. I was on I the was edge like, of my seat, like, do it, do it, do it, do it. <laughs> yeah, like, I was so it's excited. About time. Put his white crazy ass into the oh ground. Oh my god. <laughs> I was so excited. And 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 then, you know, in true fashion. And I, I mean, at this point, guys, if you're watching, uh, I feel like I didn't really need to say spoilers, but spoilers. Uh he gets away. He gets away. And uh it it's it it makes you it makes you mad. Cause I, I was just uh, under the impression that because here's my thing i like the sh- i love the show the boys i think it's it's one of the better superhero shows yeah. i think they do a really really great job of telling the story i think one of the, I, I was telling a buddy of mine today i think garth ennis one of his major problems is he doesn't know how to write women i think kripke did his best in rewi- rewriting the women in the show to make them more interesting more powerful and flesh out the characters so, I, you know, when I watch the show, I'm just like taking that into consideration. I'm like, okay, cool. I see where the characters are going to grow and where the characters might be limited. Victoria, great character. This kind of like tightrope walking of villain slash hero. She's not necessarily all bad, but I feel like her character is the, is the down-to-earth grounding that you need, right? Like she's the most in my opinion, realistic about what's going on. Her and maybe Maeve, because Maeve was kind of just an alcoholic, but now Maeve seems to be back in her shit. Well, at least we know she's been kidnapped, but until that point, she was kind of like working behind the scenes and trying to help things move along against Homelander. And you're like, okay. And then you have Victoria, who's just like, Homelander's a psycho. Vought is corrupt. I'm in politics. I can make some sort. I can make moves, but I can't make all the moves. So I have to make moves in the shadows and also still make moves in the public. And that got me really, really excited for those characters. But then when you go back to Homelander, I really think they need to get like Homelander needs to die. He needs to die, or he needs, or you have a. The only way for him to be in existence, to be quite honest, is that you yeah. make him a villain by somehow removing his powers. And therefore, it's the journey of him like trying to get them back. If I you don't even do, want that, though. I don't, I don't want, want it, but I'm saying that's the only way to put longevity because he, it's basically... Yeah, like, that's the, well, he's like, getting repetitive. Superman, would it, the Superman man lasts because he saves people and is a yeah. good person. Yeah. He is the devil who is... It, it could only last so long. Right. You know what I mean? Like even at one point, at least on the show, in the comic book, it can last longer because the way the comic books are written, you know, you you find out, for example, that Black Noir is secretly a clone who's programmed to take out Homelander if he ever needs to, Mm -hmm. and that in the comic book is something that you're like, oh, cool. In the show, we know Black Noir is not that character. Yeah. So, like, what they're doing now is kind of just he's just irredeemable which nods to that comic book too if you guys are mm-hmm. looking for a like evil superman story irredeemable is one that i think is on dynamite i don't remember which uh 
but you guys can look it up. Irredeemable, wonderful comic, definitely worth the read. It's about a Superman, I think Plutonian, who's like the greatest hero in the world and then turns and becomes evil and the villains and the heroes have to work together to try and stop him. Really good read. Uh, but like that, th- that comic was interesting because the villains and the heroes start working together to go after this one person. Homelander is still like manipulating everyone and it just feels like, okay, I get it. Can you guys actually defeat him now? Because I can't deal with multiple seasons of him just always being there, getting away with everything. Yeah, because because at the end of the day, they're also not pitch- like, how can I say this? At some point in time, it'd be cool to keep what they're doing, but also to a certain degree, actually introduce real supervillains. Or supervillain scenarios. That would be cool, right. but that would be hard storytelling. That's a lot of moving pieces. Because like right now, if you think about it, it's only it's only Homeland who's the super villain. If you think about it, Dude, but I, I almost feel like the show's not meant to have super villains. Like the show itself, the way it's written, I don't know that because like what you're describing would end up with Butcher teaming up with Homelander if a villain so dangerous came along that Homelander couldn't just destroy it himself. He eventually has to start working with other people. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying like the concept of them actually like imagine a world where Homelander technically has to stop a supervillain because the supervillain is actually in existence. And like technically that's actually his job at fought. Yeah. But then he's also dealing with butchers. Like you get what I'm saying? Like there's, there's the concept like example, in, I mean, in real world, fine. you have police, and then you have internal. But that's that's you know? that's funny enough. What you're describing is what they're trying to do this season. It's they're just trying, they're they're getting. That's why I feel that they're getting yeah. there. They're just Soldier doing... Boy. Soldier Boy is the public's villain, mm-hmm. and but Soldier Boy's working with Butcher is the thing. Yeah, but that's you're the talking thing about is... a villain that he has, Homelander has to deal with that distracts him enough that while and that Butcher and those guys can still come after him. Yeah, or manipulate the situation, or in some cases, like again, because like. But I just that, want Homelander gone. Is oh, what I'm. So do I. But I'm just yeah. saying that, like, it, we're talking about how could you make it interesting with potentially him still being there? It would oh be no, that I don't because, want him still there. That's but, you. Okay, but I'll let you. No, finish. no, I'm just saying, like, that would be the only way. These are the only scenarios I can imagine doing it that would be kind of interesting. Because, like, as you okay. said, this concept of like. I'm just a little boy and I'm going to cry when I want to because it's my yeah. birthday all the time or whatever. Right. Like, you know, like it's like, yo, like cool. But like, no, like this doesn't make. And at some point in time, it's also like, how does it not become oddly public? Well, that, that too. You know, well, it's like, I mean, it, it's, we understand. It happens so close. So even one time he gets angry in public and they still gets away with it. I'm like, how does. No. Well, you, I mean, you understand. Uh, well, funny enough, you say that, but as people who are living in the real world how, how do politicians and some of the politicians say and do the things that they do and get away with it and everyone just go okay i guess that's just the the thing they did and the media covers it and then just ignores it that's kind of what i feel like the show is commenting on that homelander went on tv and made a speech where he just started saying like Y'all can't fuck with me. I'm better than you. I'm a better person. All that stuff. Mm. We've had politicians in this world make those kind of comments to other people and people applauded them and people applauded Homelander. The show is just mimicking what happened in the real world. These are fair. These are so, fair points. And then when it comes to why the public doesn't know about more stuff, well, we saw what happened with Blue Hawk. 
because Homelander goes on TV and tells everybody, hey, there's not you don't have to worry. We're taking care of it. Don't overthink this. And then Blue, and then when <laughs> when Huey and uh Starlight are talking to Blue Hawk, no, it's Starlight, right? That's talking to Blue Hawk. And she's yeah. trying to explain to Blue Hawk, like, hey, you need to help me get these people out of here. They're all in danger. And Blue Hawk puts his hand on her shoulder and is just like, hey, Homelander says it's all under control. And it's like, dude, are you talking about the same broadcast where she was sitting next to him? She's sitting next to Homelander. Don't you think the person who was sitting next to Homelander would have something to say oh. and would know more than just what was edited on TV? No, so. it, but he but he was proven to be an idiot long ago. However, just because you mentioned him and it makes me think of A Train. Yeah. The A Train and Huey moment was Oh, great. that was good. Great. And yeah. I'm kind although I knew he I called it a few episodes ago. I told you. He'd either do something heroic or defending someone's honor and do something yeah. to kill himself, or he's going to be an asshole and he's going to kill himself doing something asshole shit. Uh, when that happened, I, mean, like, I feel oh. like this was a combo of both. Yeah, He wasn't being heroic by killing Blue Hawk, but he was also like, it's also just good to get someone like Blue Hawk out of the, out of the running because he's a danger to people. And I feel like to a certain degree, like hypothetically speaking, whenever Huey, Huey will obviously find out about it, I imagine, they're yeah. There becomes kind of like, well, you it's also justification for him. Like at least you like, you know, you yeah. died trying to fix one of your mistakes or one of these mistakes, which was your mistake, and now yeah, you die early because you know you killed my girlfriend. So. And then even better, what Ashley says to him when he says, I want some fucking justice, and she's just like, Justice, and then she <laughs> points out to him, like, Do you know how many meetings I've been in to clean up your shit? Dude, yeah. you're a one-person wrecking crew. You've killed people. You've murdered people. You can't turn around now because things aren't going the way you want and start yelling justice just because. That's not how this works. And uh, you know, it was as much as I hate Ashley because Ashley bends to Homelander's will so much. I really respected that scene because, mm. you know, because. I don't know if A Train didn't do anything because he was afraid of what could happen to a if he did something to her and Homelander found out. Like I don't know how much he mm -hmm. knew about her relationship with Homelander, but I just liked that scene because I was like, "Okay, Ashley, you finally yeah. have spoken up." But uh, like when she rips out the chunk, like I don't know how this girl crazy. has any more hair. Yeah, the show. <laughs> I don't know if she's like putting in extensions all the time. Like, is that but she's just she yanking out her extensions every time? Because some some extensions are sewn in, man. So they would still hurt, but I don't know. The show does a good job of being like. Because when she pulls it out every time, every time she does it, even though I know it's fake and everything, I cringe so hard because I'm like, if you've ever just like pulled out like a, a oh, beard yeah, yeah. hair that was too long, you're like, ow, and then clack. I'm like, oh. I wonder you're, if if you're a human, you're not a superhero. I, or anything I wonder if the actress like actually pulls out like a strand, like she like puts her hand and pulls out the piece that they tell her, but also grabs a strand. So she really gets the like reaction of like, ah, like, cause, oh. cause man, I gotta, I agree with you. It's, it looks painful that she does that. And yeah, that, that Ashley scene was great. I think Ashley is one of the more interesting characters because she's, she has no spine, but when she does have a little bit of power, boy, does she like to swing that dick? Like she, yeah. She likes to show off like, okay, I, I have power in this instance and I'm going to run with it. And y'all just have to deal with that. I think she's becoming – like I think hypothetically speaking, if she survives because she's always been one of those people that like for me, I'm like she's 
She's yeah. expendable yeah. any yeah. time. Like yeah. we needed a moment. Is Ashley in the scene? Kill yeah. her. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? We, what about her? We'll replace her with the other Ashley. Whatever. Yeah, 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 the yeah. other Ashley that we put as her assistant. <laughs> and then she'll like, it just becomes like, I thought it was going to become a running gag at one point. Like this, this kill everyone actually. But um, if she survives this season, I feel like the end result would be a confident version of herself where she becomes Only intelligent. I agree with you only if Homelander's dead. She will not feel comfortable if Homelander is still alive in the same world with her. Because she'll well, always I, be worried that he will hurt her. Of course. But what I'm saying is that more to, like, everyone else. Sure. Like, but, she'll, I mean, she'll develop the relationship that Homelander had with what's-her-name from the first season that he, like... Still was, well? She, they'll develop the... She'll slowly... not Obviously not the sexual part of it. But, like, the concept of having, like... The babysitter? The babysitter up, but if you, because if you ever saw Stillwell, she was always actually nervous around him. Of course, she was never happy around. Him. But yeah, of course. But she always she was the badass around everyone else. But then she knew how to talk to him and stuff like that, and do it in I just a way. Don't know that Homelander and Ashley will ever have that relationship. That's why I'm saying Homelander has to be dead for her to get that confident. I understand oh. what you're saying. It's just that I can't see her doing that if Homelander is anywhere in the universe still powered the way he is, because no matter what she does, she'll know that this guy can just burn her head off. If not worse. Uh, yeah. Um, because exactly. I, 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 I hate to say it, but I really wish they would have shown the scene with uh, whatever that dude was that he destroyed on the, on the roof. I was curious. Oh, Alex. Out. Yes. Sonic. Yeah. 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 That was kind of like death off screen was kind of a weird one. Yeah. Uh, I, it was I, a very brutal looking death. I'm like, I, oh my god! I yeah. don't want to be mean or like. I know we've been talking about things that are like not comfortable, but I kind of want to see that. <laughs> yeah, I, I can understand that. At least show, like, yeah. I, I mean, just to show what or how, because when you see the body, you're just like, I don't even understand what he did to Sonic. But yeah, yeah. I guess we'll see. Um, moving on. That mm -hmm. I mean, highly recommend. I guess that's that. One hundred percent. One hundred percent recommend. One hundred percent. Uh, did you watch Obi Wan last week? Yes. Oh yeah, you actually yes. watched. Yeah, it I was. I was trying not to ruin anything. For yes, you yes, guys. yes. Okay, so let's be let's be open and honest about Obi Wan. How'd you feel about Obi Wan? I thought that was an one of the better Star Four fight scenes I've seen in a fucking long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like one of the most iconic. Like, like it it may it makes me kind of almost want to watch a New Hope. Like that's how much oh, wow. like that's how like you know what I mean? Yeah. Just to know that confrontation, the sin like I really well, Obi-Wan as a whole, I liked it, but I found that Obi, like I said to you guys before, especially with like how they were layering stuff, they never broke the boundaries of how Ben would talk to anyone, right? Like, yes, he does meet technically he meets um Luke at one point in time when Luke is small, but he's so small it could be like maybe this is the only time he meets him. You know yeah. what I mean? Which I'd hope. Uh, but I thought the fight scene was absolutely ridiculous. Like, it was it was a very layered show. Mm. And it felt kind of like a mini-movie, but it, at the yes. same time, it didn't drag on, I don't think. Nope. Um, they had a bit of, like, extra at the end, but again, you were sending it off, so. Yeah, you're talking about the episode or the whole season? Actually, that specific season. Uh, sorry, oh. that specific. No, sorry, that specific episode. Okay, okay. The timing was that specific episode. Because I was gonna say you're equally right when it comes to the entire season as a whole. Like mm -hmm. it felt like you know, 
as a season, this felt like a mini movie or I guess like an extended movie. Mm-hmm. And you kind of added all these parts and these interesting things and you, you managed it well. And yeah, I agree with you. That fight with Vader and Obi-Wan is easily one of the best Jedi fights I've ever seen. It is one of the most beautiful fights. And the lighting for it with the lightsabers made it fantastic. Beautiful. Obi-Wan really kind of digging in and Vader being like, oh, I see you got some of your strength back. Like going into it and like feeling like as you're watching it, I, I you know, the one scene that I thought was a little cheesy, just a little, was the Obi-Wan stuck under the rubble because that mm. felt very much like Spider-Man in uh, Homecoming. Remember when he's when Vulture crushes the building on him and he's just like essentially crying. He's like, this isn't how I want to go out. And he does that Spider-Man thing of like finally gaining yeah. his shit. Like ult- remember when Ultimate Warrior used to be like <laughs> on his way out and he would and you'd start punching him and he'd be like, <laughs> like, like freaking out, like, ah oh, yeah. It felt that's how it felt. That's how it feels when I watch those scenes. Like these characters are ultimate warrioring it, and and it's I love it because as an 80s kid. That ultimate warrioring shit, <laughs> fantastic. I you- love that you call it ultimate warrioring because it's okay. That's, that's a nod to me, and I love that. <laughs> People call it hulking up because Hulk Hogan does that silly shit too. Man, but props to you on giving it to the man who deserves it. Yeah, man. yeah, 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 yeah. I think of Ultimate Warrior when I think of the like the thing where like he powers up and then you like slap him in the face and, he and goes, he's all like, oh! yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you think that's gonna hurt me? And then yeah. like that's what I picture when I see Obi Wan under the rubble, kind of like the and the lightsaber light, like the lights like dimming out, and you're just like, oh man, this is it. Is it like? And obviously we know Obi Wan doesn't die, but you start yeah. to get that sense of like, does he? get buried for a couple of years like what the hell happened <laughs> is that what and then happened? he and then he like hulks out and then blows it up starts going after vader starts doing thanos style shit just shooting me <laughs> just shooting rocks like pelting him with it and you're like oh okay this dude was just holding back most of this fight now the real shit starts so well, i think i think it was like more like getting the ring rust off the uses yeah. of the force right That's because fair. he he, he went for like what he they they suggested it was like 10 years after the fact that he basically wasn't using he probably used it to help escape to Tatooine but like after that you know hanging up his boots and whatnot um the only thing I and the only thing I found cheesy which is also related to what you were talking about is this like the only thing I was thought I was thinking like I mean Darth Vader knows he's not dead he should like kind of like force scrunch him but then yeah, he just walked yeah. away I'm like that's I a little not so menacing but it's okay we have to figure out a loophole to why, and of it's course. very Star Warsy. So fine, but it's yeah, it, it, it's one of those things of like, in that moment, I was wondering, does Anakin have honor? Like he's just like, I've defeated you as much as possible. You're gonna die now. I don't need to actually crush you to finish you off. But I guess it's more just like you said, it's just Star Wars writing. We got to be able to bring this character back. We know he shows up at the beginning of in A New Hope. So we can't kill him here. Like there's nothing we can do. Same thing with the Inquisitor, Grand Inquisitor, when everyone was getting mad, being like, they killed the Grand Inquisitor. And they're like, but he comes back on that show. So, you know, like, are they changing the canon? It's like, no, guys, they're just... You know he's coming back. Don't yeah, overthink like, it. Why do they freak out like that? As if they I know. Re- like you guys are fans of this, didn't you know? <laughs> <laughs> what you should you, know. <laughs> you know the character is alive later on. Guess yeah. what? 
He's not gonna die. He's I shouldn't know more than you, and I just got here. Like you guys <laughs> should know what's happening in your own lore. It's just a little weird. I, I don't know. Also, yeah. you could tell that he didn't off Obi-Wan because of canon, because had that been me, and you took half my legs and a bit of my chest and left me in oh, lava, facts. boy, am I... Listen. Torture. <laughs> I'm, I'm popping yeah, your head yeah. with them rocks. I'm doing yeah. everything to you. I mean, like, we all we all know what you do with the slights, so I mean, who knows what you do with <laughs> that. Right? Imagine if I had a... <laughs> imagine I could take down a ship with my hand. What are you going <laughs> to do to my enemy? Like, come on. Oh, my God. I, I, I don't know... <laughs> I, I, I always want to see, like, an not R-rated version of, like, Star Wars, but, like, one where you could see, like, what they would really do. Because, like, they move things, right? But, like, why? Like, Vader, why would he just, like, I slowly mean, rip somebody in half? Like, Dave, I, that, they have the power for that. Because that would be the boys. Yeah. Dave, we've seen Jedi's, like, we've seen Sith slash people in half. We've seen mm-hmm. people cut across the chest. We've seen people shot in the head with a blaster we've seen jedi re- like bounce back a blaster and like rip through somebody do you need to see because the, the only difference between a, a r and a pg 13 usually is like if there's blood mm. i'm okay with not having the blood like mm. i because to me that's the only difference because what's the difference if you cut someone in half and their body falls over and like down a shaft or you cut someone's arm off <laughs> the amount of times people's arms have been cut off dave if I showed you a human body with two legs cut off and one arm cut off burning at a volcano, the only difference in that scene in that movie and the real thing is how much blood you would see. And I'm okay not seeing the blood because the burning body on fire was bad enough. Like, Listen. I mean, I like <laughs> realism. <laughs> that's saying. why they deal so much with fire and things that cauterize things so they can just right? get around the blood situation which is Yo. in itself smarter like yeah, yeah like extreme heat for sure because yeah. come on cutting someone in half and making it look cool is way messier versus just yeah. being like boom and like oh yeah lightsaber hmm. <laughs> like, yeah I'm happy lightsabers cauterize the wounds when they cut through them because I don't want to see blood squirting every two seconds I like that. Yeah. that would just be the boys but but just skinny, have you seen the episode? Yeah, yeah. yeah. To, so then, yeah. I, my question to you is this: uh-huh. Do you think they'll make a season two? They could. It'd be risky and it'd be super weak. Agreed. Yeah, they Why could. They got weak? they got lucky with this because yes. the obvious obvious choice would be to go down the redeemed Reva road. Yeah. And, okay. Okay. And and, and her that. probably seeking out Obi Wan for some yes. silliness, and then yes. pulling him back out again for some for the Force or the Empire that Reba's wants redemption. to dead. They, yeah, and they want to dead her ass because they're like, yo, like you're not gonna live and be out that's, here. And stop it. That's a good like, angle. That's a so really good angle. Yeah. It would it would be that, but then with all the listen, Reva's Haslab lightsaber is looking to fail. Like, people aren't backing it that bad out of just sheer hate and stupidity, right? So, like, really, yeah, those inquisitor lightsabers, yeah, yeah, yeah. It needs it needs like 8,000 backers and it's barely cracking four versus the G.I. Joe his tank that came out today and it's already cracking. Like, Darth confirmed this for me, but it's probably cracking like 5,000 now. I I find that tank ugly, it's kind of like I'm not dropping 500 Canadian on that. 
Yeah. Uh, for for any of you who are wondering if you're listening to this, don't worry, we don't have the image up. But if you guys yeah. uh, follow Action Figgy Skinny on the socials, you'll probably see he's probably posted some images of the Hasbro stuff. And, uh, you know, they, they, the G.I. Joe his tank that is the one it's like the two tier one. It's like a it has yeah. like tank wheels and then it has someone at the top and then someone driving inside. Right. Yeah. So and, someone at, someone at the top, someone driving inside and then it has spots for like two Joes at the bottom in the yeah. back. But it's like I. But this is a Cobra one. No, that the, yes, it's a Cobra yeah. on top. So, of that. Uh, yeah, I saw the pictures of that today. I didn't realize it had just been released today, but it's yeah. kind of weird looking. I don't know if I'm about to. But, but like is, to is say it, that the hate is it meant for the typical what, six inches figures or the smaller ones? No, no, no. It's meant for like uh, the yeah. six inch uh, classified series. Oh, like the, okay. the biggies. Like, oh, just, wow. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's yeah, yeah, cool. yeah. Oh, that's why it's so expensive. That's why it's five hundred dollars. Yes, yeah. gotcha. yes. But that's um, also damn near the same price as Galactus. Galactus oh, is four ninety nine USD with tax. It comes to like six something Canadian. But how much is the Sentinels again? Sentinel was pr- less than that. Was three ninety nine. Yeah, that's crazy. That his tank is not- <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> no, no, but I mean, the his tank is not going to be that big, is it? Like, I'm not not that big, but I'm pulling up a picture for you, like right now, just okay. try to find it. Um, so that's it. I mean, if you guys, I don't think they'll do a second season for for Obi Wan. Uh, Reva's redemption, as Skinny said, would be probably the only angle I could see them wanting to take because mm-hmm. you you can't do a story focus on Obi Wan, and you can't. I mean. Unless you want to do next season a story focused on Reva and Luke, and like like you were saying, Reva's redemption, she helps Luke because Luke is now being chased after by somebody because Luke, someone finds out about Luke somehow, mm. and that's like Luke's mm. story because this one was Leia's story. Yeah, but you you can't you can't do you can't mess around with Luke because example when I mean Luke's as long as older, Luke's a teenager, oh yeah, he doesn't he's never left. He's, he's not aware of stuff, right? Like he's yeah, very, he's never left the that's why I'm saying yeah, like they fair. kept that's him on Tatooine and they yeah. made him young enough that more likely than not they could be like they parents would have been able to say like stuff to make him kind of forget this over time because like when he's uh in New Hope he's very he's exceptionally innocent. He doesn't recall any bad things happening, right? Just yeah. to show you guys the size comparison. So if you guys are listening to this, uh, Skinny is now showing the the his, the his tank. tank. The his tank is about the size of a guy's like lower torso, so it's yeah. big, pretty big. Like it's like this guy's whole stomach, like his from his chest down to his uh, like hips area is like covered by the size of the tank. So I understand the size of the tank in comparison to other figures that have been shown before. I still don't know that I would want to spend $500 on that. No. But the original Blackbird was like 50 bucks and that was I don't want to say it was doper than that, but yeah. eh, but it held the little figs where this is fitting figs like this. Yeah, big. this is like large figs, yeah. 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 The, the Blackbird, the Blackbird when we were it no, was, it was the it 6 was inch figs didn't exist back then. The Blackbird figs were like and 4 we're, inches. Okay, but the biggest at the That's time. The it's still it's 50 quarter. bucks compared to 500. Yeah. Also, six inch versus three and three quarters, or three and four like, inches, he, five inches. He's yeah. saying that the scale size, I, like I, you're yeah. gonna, it's gonna cost that much more. Like, but I'm saying, I mean, that you're, I, but, I understand but, what you're but I'm still saying, fifty bucks. If you want to double yeah. it, even triple it, it's not five hundred bucks. Uh, <laughs> you're, I, right, yeah. you're right. You're right. You're but, right. But let's take into consideration, Haslab stuff is gonna be much higher quality. True. That's that. the other True thing. That. Because like one, the, the one I'm remembering, I don't know if you did. You ever see that Blackbird back in the day, where like split off into yeah, yeah, pieces yeah. and stuff. 
Oh man, I remember I remember getting that for Christmas. Hmm. I had a meltdown. Like I had like oh, shit. I, I couldn't in the sense of like I couldn't handle how happy I was because I didn't know it existed. Oh, it was like one of those okay. things. It was like imagine as a kid. So like whenever I guess I was maybe seven or eight at the time. Yeah. And like I just like it was the end of Christmas. You know, you have all your stuff, and like I was a big collector. I was like one of those kids that had, you know, here's my bin. It's just all X Men or Marvel stuff. And like I got some key X Men. I'm like, okay, sick. And then my Godfather comes in like super late. He's like, he's wrapping the present in the other room type thing. And I'm like, whatever. Then I go through the process of opening, and I see it, and I'm like, pure melt. Like, could not understand what I was opening and that, that I had in my possession. <laughs> I was mad at that X-Jet slash Blackbird because it's like, how are you going to make over 10 or 12 X-Men characters and then give me one seat in this blasted plane? <laughs> Two. The back, you had, no, three. You had the back. You had it in the back. You had the cockpit. And you could technically fit one of the smaller figs when you hey, closed his, it. His, I'm not his, saying his, it justifies if, it. If there's, <laughs> if there's more than three characters, action figures, and you're only making three seats... Then Let me ask you this: Did the turtle van have two seats? I knew I was about, yeah, I was about exactly. to say that. The turtle yeah. van—you could fit everybody and their cousin in that thing, and yeah, sit the yeah. turtles comfortably. So I'm just. I'm but then just again, you're comparing to one of the best best toys ever, <laughs> except for the fact that the thing always broke. Well, I, I all my friends and mine, no like one the, kept that door. The swing like door, door never. Always yeah, the swing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Always you had to super glue that out the yeah. gate because it was going to break off. Yeah. Um, I, I just want to, before we sign off, well, before we go to Geek News and Rumors, uh, I just wanted to mention a few shows because one of the things I was noticing this the other day when I was talking to one of my buddies, I was just like, I realized that I haven't watched a sitcom with a white person as the lead in a couple <laughs> weeks. And I was just like, that's, hey, that's racist. <laughs> I was like, this is a cool vibe to realize that they're making so much content that doesn't just have white guys starring in it. And I, I mean, it's not, I'm not trying to be mean, but I, I think when you spend your whole life, <laughs> Dave ducked out, when you spend your whole life watching uh, sitcoms and every sitcom was like just a white guy, like Seinfeld, Frasier, uh, Cheers, uh, you know, um, like all the sitcoms for like Will and Grace, it's just a lot of like whiteness on the major network. Here's and what I'll say to that though: we noticed it, but it didn't affect us so much because it was so much the norm, and there was not enough people speaking loudly in the back. I mean, it affected me because I would watch those shows and think like, I like I I remember when people started talking about how Friends have any black people, and I remember thinking the time I went the first time I ever noticed race. Mm, was the friends? time I went to New York and stayed in Jamaica, Queens oh, yeah, that for a that. week with my family. And then on the way back to Montreal, when I got to Cote d'Ange and noticed white people for the first time, I was like, oh, yeah, white people exist. I was eight. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that's what we were doing at eight. I was on I was in Flatbush. Like yeah. literally ready to die by Biggie just dropped that year. Criss Cross came out that year. Like I was on Flatbush and I was like, it's not. And you're with your family, and you yeah, don't... so you're not not noticing it. But then for TV, like okay, for every Frasier, Seinfeld, whatever, when we were like four or five, six, we did have Cosby, we did have Different World, uh, we did have yeah, but, but <laughs> family know, matters. Harry, hang saying, out, Mr. I, Cooper. I understand so. what you're saying, but Skinny, I think you're missing the point of for every one show you just mentioned, there were five other shows, at least, and those shows right. were also on the major networks, mm -hmm. like. That's the thing. 
must see TV on Thursdays on NBC. Did it have any black leads in any of those shows? Absolutely not. And but what I'm saying to that is, had two. You had Family Matters and Hang with Mr. Cooper. My 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 point is that it may it it affected us, of course. You mean Sister Sister? Sister Sister. Sister, I was like that wasn't a TGIF show. No, it wasn't. It was a no. Nah, it got moved to. It was moving Sister around. Sister was never on TGI. It was, it never was actually never permanently on a day. It started off like Sundays, yeah. and then it went to Fridays briefly. Mm. Then on some Tuesday shit. Next to what was that show with? Uh, God damn it! She had the like the her next door neighbor ran the oh. the convenience store. Blossom. And she, not Blossom. She was a blonde mom, and she was like kind of like weathered, but like Grace under angry. fire. My man. Yeah, Grace, Grace on the Fire was so yeah. fire, but anyways, yeah, Butler, so, I think so. yeah. Anyways, you don't remember Grace on the Fire? It was yeah. a great show, Dave. Anyways, yeah, that was like they were paired up with Sister Sister at some point, and like they just threw Sister Sister around. It wasn't. They but that's nice it. I, I'm just saying, in the last couple of weeks, all the sitcoms I've watched have either had Latinx stars, mm. Indigenous stars, or South Asian stuff, and that's why I was just like, this is kind of a cool vibe to realize. Oh, because when you start, when you realize that you're like. I watch Rutherford Falls, which is a show that's on Peacock. It stars Ed Helms. He's the he's the lead in the first season, and then by the second season, you start seeing like, oh, they're trying to move away from <laughs> like the star of the show. Like Ed Helms isn't really the star of the show. The star of the show is Jana, and I, I'm definitely gonna mess up her name. It's an indigenous name, and I do apologize, uh, Jana. Sh- Oh my lord! Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. I've never seen you do that before. I know. Oh, it's man. paused. S- it's S C H. Yeah. M I E D I N G. So Shemiding. Shemiding. I need to see it. I want to read it. I need to read it. Shemiding. So like that's the thing. I don't know how to pronounce that, and it really sucks because I think it's a cool name. But anyways, all I know is like she. So season one, her and N Helms are the stars of the show. Season two. The way they wrote the finale of season one, Ed Helms kind of leaves, and then at the top of season two, the show ad- like is trying to the show addresses the fact that he's been gone, so no one really knows who he is. So they're focusing more on her story and uh, his Ed Helms's former assistant, who is a non-binary Asian kid. So it's kind of like indigenous non-binary Asian kid, indigenous character, indigenous character, indigenous character. Like the whole show is about the indigenous community in this small town. Oh, and so I was they, just, oh, okay. this this is dope. Like it's fun to watch a show like this, where the, the like you start to realize like, oh, I'm I don't look like them, but I understand their community. Like, oh, dude, there's one episode about white a white guy who's passing as indigenous oh, and no. at one point they're they're all eating together and he says i just dis- i'm a descendant of many nations and all the indigenous sit back and go i ascended from my mother and the other girl goes i also ascended and i don't know what that means but it seems that in the indigenous community of that town you don't say descendant you say i ascended, ascended. from and that's, that's how, how they were, called you out. Yeah. And then that dude realized he was caught and ran. And it was great. Like <laughs> he realized he was caught and ran. Oh, that's like, great. And that, like it's just stuff like that that I'm I you don't get to see on most of the because what are you gonna do on a, a white show? Hey, you're not really white. Okay. 
Like you don't get anything about yeah. race in a comedic sense. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> also, if a white person called out a, a light-skinned black person who's passing, guess what? It's not comedy anymore. It gets real dark real fast. Like, yeah, but in a we in a way, and this is not to say this is gonna come off super fucked up. I wish it was back to okay. No, sorry. I wish all of the shows that you're talking about that we get were still on like specialty channels. But now that specialty channels are more accessible, we could get them so on and so forth. Not BT, but like FX. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So that all the regular network stuff that Joe Cracker hasn't figured out yet, that you know what I mean, they yeah. can still get their stuff because it's the reason why they're being subjected to all these different things and lunatics and shenanigans, why they're out here doing the crazy shit they're doing in America. But Back in the 90s, they were docile because they had their TV. No one was fucking with their shit. They saw white people all the time. They didn't think anything was wrong yeah, with the world. But- I, I don't want that. I don't, you don't want that, sure. But the minute they realize, they're like, wait a minute, there's diversity on my screen. What's happening outside? That's what's going yeah, on. Yeah, but <laughs> that's a good thing, Skinny. Like, let them be mad. Like, I don't care if they're mad. We had to yeah. figure out a way to make them mad and also shut the fuck up. That's what but we the, have to do. I mean, but the collateral damage. But, of, yeah, yeah. I hear you. But, but I mean, <laughs> I mean, because we did talk about it at the top of the show. But, you know, like putting more white faces on TV so that they sit quiet and docile and stop hmm. complaining isn't going to change the fact. Not even to stop complaining. Stop doing random shit and just messing with people's laws and shit. Just chill. But, but I mean, that's not going to change the fact. Like, you do realize that the, the, they planned this. I know. There, there was a plan. <laughs> that's know. the crazy part. I know. Roe v. Wade being overturned was planned like fifth, like 30-something years ago. They are just like, we have a plan. We're going to do this eventually. And Everyone just kind of let it ha- like I, I I feel bad saying that, but I, I truly do believe they let it happen because if you knew the other side was working at overturning this, you needed to make it a law that the Supreme Court could not change their minds on. That to me is what you had to do, and they didn't do that, so that's a whole different thing. But all that yeah. to say, yeah, I like watching shows like Rutherford Falls. I'm I like Reservation Dogs. I'm liking Gordita Chronicles. I'm liking all these shows. I like Lutz with Maya Rudolph. Like all these shows, oh, nice. they're all Good super show. interesting. It's it's funny, and of course, Miss Marvel. Like, oh wow! So it's the epitome of like South Asian action comedy everything mixed into one and it's fucking fantastic like i didn't put it put it down for us to talk about in its entirety but just in the sense of the list of all the cool shit that i'm seeing i'm noticing less i'm seeing less shows with white stars even last week's show that i talked about lazarus project that's a black dude oh snap really yeah the star of that show is a black dude time traveling Oh man, you know how it goes for us. He's not going to the past, obviously. Okay, good. Because you know how that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) But the joke, like the the whole thing, because at one point someone does say to him, like, he's like, "Oh, you guys could go back to the 1800s," and the the South Asian girl goes, "I'm a brown woman. Why the Mm -hmm. fuck would I want to go back to the 1800s?" And you're like, "Mm -hmm." "Yeah, that's hilarious." If I go back to the 1800s, I'm bringing the biggest, fanciest gun I've ever seen (laughs) to be like, "Yeah, in the future we got these." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't say it, but a shout out to Umbrella Academy season three, solid story, good, good action. Uh, I didn't watch it yet. Yeah, it was good. Season finale was great. Uh, you know, I thought it was really well done. All this, all the, some of it was a little cheesy, and I, I'm a little annoyed that the black guy disappears what? pretty early on. What? Uh, <laughs> I'm not spoiling anything. Everyone disappears. Like. The whole point of this season is that the, everything starts to disappear. Once you start watching it, you'll see. But everyone starts to disappear from what's happening. So 
I'm not yeah. spoiling that he disappears. It's just annoying that he was one of the first ones and it was so early on. Well, um, I know that's, that's his. I, mean, I know they always squeeze some kind of craziness in there. I right? know. Oh, uh, yeah, it's because you're good for the role. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bet you they're gonna show off the token blackie. Oh God! But yeah, we <laughs> <laughs> no, we love you, Dick. <laughs> no, All right, kids. Geek news and rumors. Not a lot of geek news and rumors today, but you know what? I'll start off with Cameron Diaz is coming out of retirement for a Netflix Netflix film with Jamie Fox. Cameron uh, Diaz is retired. I'm yeah, to say she hasn't done a movie in maybe. Five, ten years? I don't know. I can't remember the last time I saw the movie. Props on saving your money and investing it well. Yeah. I mean, but shout outs to her for coming back uh, with something new. Because, you know, a lot of the times when people come out of retirement, like the first thing I said to my buddy when him and I were talking about it was, well, I'm just happy she didn't come out of retirement to do a movie with Tom Cruise, for example. Oh, yeah. He's like, why, why do you say that? I'm like, because she, she did a movie with Tom Cruise already. She's never done a movie with Jamie Foxx. And that's why I'm like, okay, if you're going to come out of retirement, do it so that you come out of retirement to either work with someone you admire so much that you're like, holy shit, I definitely want to work with this person. Or someone that you're like, I just, yeah, let's do this. I, I'm totally down to work with this person because it would be fun. And I feel like Jamie Foxx is one of those people that checks that box of like, he's a fun actor. It would be entertaining. Let's do this. For the sake of argument, the last time she did something like a movie was 2014. She did. She was part of a short in 2020, though. Damn. No, well, that doesn't, oh, yeah. that doesn't count. count. Well, in 2014. Uh, she did a few things. One was Annie. One was Saturday Night Live. Well, being on Saturday Night Live. Sex Tape. And the other woman. Oh, I think Sex Tape was the last... Because she stars in Sex Tape. Yeah. Like, I think I think that's the last... I don't remember God Annie. Damn. I don't... Yeah. And, and you're talking about Annie oh, Broadway. You're wrong. You're wrong. Who, who told you who that, that you're happy that, she, that he didn't do something with Jamie Foxx before? Uh-oh. Yeah, but in Annie, they're not starring together. Uh, they're technically in the, the movie. Is Cameron Diaz starring in Annie, or she just has a, a role? No, like a, it, she's a, part of the, the poster. The main cast? Oh, my bad. They have done a movie together. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. I didn't want to tear you down, but... I, no, 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 that's fine. I did know that he was in Annie because he plays Warbucks. Daddy Warbucks, yeah. yeah. But I didn't People know. were mad about that, too. Yeah. But I didn't know that she was uh, in that movie. I didn't remember that she was in it at all. Um, okay, well, in that case, I'm happy that they're doing a movie together. Uh, you know what? It, my statement still stands, though, because the, the other film that they did together, and yes, uh, wasn't, yes, this is exactly it. Thank you to uh, Darth. Uh, Night and Day is the movie that they did together with Tom Cruise and her. And oh, I was, oh. and <laughs> I was hoping, like, Annie is a play. So essentially, they just cast two popular actors in a play it's not an original ip with two new things i'm happy that she's coming out of retirement to do a new ip with jamie fox that's what i was trying to say annie as a play is everyone's done annie <laughs> everyone's done annie, sir. um and then yeah what, what do we hulu has canceled woke speaking of them wait what, what the woke? <laughs> why uh woke was a show starring lamore uh from uh, New Girl, starring as Keith Knight, the cartoonist. It had two seasons. Shasir Zameda was on it, and one of the dudes from uh, Workaholics. I don't remember which one. Blake from Workaholics. I was just her? about to get into that show because it keeps advertising it. 
Yeah, I've never finished Workaholics, but I, I've always been to No, uh, Woke. Oh. Workaholics, I never finished. Oh, uh, Woke is great. I, I would still check it out. The first season is really well written, and the second season isn't as good as the first season, but it, it's still pretty funny. The first season is good because like they had a lot of good voice actors doing the inanimate object. J.B. Smooth, Cedric the Entertainer, like a lot of great black comedians voice like a marker, uh, garbage payolo, uh, wind, like just all yeah. these different things start coming to life and he starts seeing them. So he starts interacting with them. And that was really cool. Uh, so, you know, I would say check out woke at least the first season. Second, like there, it's not like it needs a cliffhanger. So if you don't, if you like the first season and you don't really care about the second season, you can just skip it. It's Is the like second it. season going to be like, do they end it probably? Like, I hate when they do that. Yeah, there's no there's no cliffhangers. The season's kind of just, the way the show ends is the seasons just end. It's just like, this happens. And then you're like, okay, this is resolved. All right, see you next season. Is another like eight episode run type thing? Yeah, yeah. Not too long. Damn, so. ADD. Give me back, bring back 13, man. Just <laughs> At least 13. Bring, uh, I, I'm not mad at 24. That. Fuck you niggas doing eight, eight episodes. Uh, what mean, are you doing? <laughs> Come on, man. It's the British game, right? The Brits make six episodes. At least, okay, strong 10. Yes, give me 10. Fair. Atlanta gave I'll me 10. Give me 10. 10. You're not going to just, 10. right? I'll take a strong 10 over uh, like so-so 13 any day. Yeah, because mm. British Tings is like, yeah, it's a British way, but British is also be like, okay, Luther, and I go, won't see you for six years. Yeah. And I'm going also, back with series four, and you're supposed to care. Yeah. <laughs> and also, one of the things I say about the Brits is the Brits don't waste any scenes, whereas the Americans waste a lot of oh, scenes. Yeah. Like sometimes oh, there's yeah. scenes in American shows where people are just sitting down listening to music. And I'm like, don't get me wrong. I like that you guys needed your music person to have something to do that day. So they found that song for this scene. But I don't need to watch this character just sit down and listen to music. Yeah, I'll that, give you this. They Dragon Ball the shit out of things. Well, more or less, clip shows don't exist in the BBC. Right. No. Straight not up. A thing. No, not a thing. Not a thing. Not a thing. Um, and then two shows are coming back. Well, one show's coming back. One show got its trailer announced. Harley Quinn Season 3 dropped its trailer, so people can go check that out. I'm happy uh, about that. Yeah, I know. We were saying last season, we were, I remember when we were talking about it, I was like, I'm good if it ends this way, but I don't mind a Season 3. Uh, I know they did put a little bit of pressure on the on the studio by saying, like, they still haven't renewed us. They still haven't renewed us. So eventually people reacted. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. And then Paper Girls, which is a, the the comic book from Bride K. Vaughn, uh, Prime is uh, drop drop their trailer for that. It's Paper Girls, be, uh, what's that about? It's a weird, not a weird comic book, but it's a time traveling comic book. I we reviewed you know what? once on once and that's canon. Yeah, don't tell anybody. Don't say anything too much because guess what? We don't play that canon, episode. The that's canon episode is coming out Saturday. Okay, uh, well, there you it's, go. it's the lost tape episode. It's a podcast episode of that's canon that we never released because hey, it was actually hey, never. Hey. Yeah, it was never edited. So uh, so we have that episode, and that's going to be coming out Saturday. So you guys, if you guys are interested, uh, just wait till Saturday. You're going to be able to watch the trailer, and then you'll be able to listen to our episode of that. Uh, Dave and I have a wonderful uh, battle, uh, a judgment call, where he picked Starfire, and I picked uh, Pantera from the Titans. So both characters from Titans. And we have a – I was listening to the episode when I edited it. We have a very good debate. Uh, <laughs> you were actually, funny enough, the next time we do Judgment Call, because that was the last episode we did, oh, you actually are still docked 30 seconds <laughs> because at the end of the episode, you still took a, 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 a like, jab, jab at the character. And Toby was just like, 
your doc 30 seconds the next time we play. I'm down. I'm down. You do one on this show and I'll take it off. Yeah. So, we'll have no, to do a judge. You know what? We should do a judgment call on this show. Uh, we'll let, cause there's at least three of us. So yeah, yeah we'll do judgment call guys. Uh, that's pretty much it. That's the whole show. That's uh, anything you guys want to tell people, uh, anything you guys want to remind folks to check out. Just to remember uh, that Montreal comic con is, uh, I'm like stalling. Eighth. uh, the eighth to the, to the 10th. How did they come on two, down? Two, three, three, one big grind. Uh, yeah. I'll be passing through. Cause you know, I'll be at work. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I'm gonna have my ninja mask on, my my Darth Vader breathing mask oh, apparatus, oh, keeping my man. oxygen clean. Uh, oh, don't forget also to go check out the Mega Ran episode is available on Twitch.tv slash Geektastic But you can also watch it. I keep forgetting. You could just go to at Geektastic on Twitter because the episode's also there. I, I yeah. forgot that we posted it up there. Um, a lot of views on there actually. Really? Shout out to Mega Ran. Yeah, Mega Ran for for sharing the episode, uh, which I think really helped with visibility. So you guys want to go check it out go check it out that's the whole show we want to thank you guys for tuning in and we're out peace y'all peace.